the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. On May 4th, 1970, Ohio National Guardsmen opened fire during an anti-war protest at Kent State University, killed four students, wounded nine others. Today, in 1776, Rhode Island declared its freedom from England, two months before the Declaration of Independence was adopted. They really wanted their freedom, and they wanted it now. I agree. Today, in 1904, the United States took over construction of the Panama Canal from the French. Apparently, the French knew how to build a tower, an Eiffel-type tower, but they weren't doing so well on digging a canal. Today, in 1932, Al Capone, convicted of income tax evasion, entered the federal penitentiary in Atlanta, but was later transferred to Alcatraz Island. Today, in 1998, Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, Theodore Kaczynski, he was given four life sentences plus 30 years by a federal judge in Sacramento, California under a plea agreement that spared him the death penalty. Kaczynski had a real, real preoccupation with the life after this life. I, I don't have time to get into it today, but or, or perhaps it's even appropriate, but I know he contacted certain ministers uh, in those last days just before his trial and um, through the, the prison's... Uh, permission, obviously, but he was asking all kinds of questions about the life after this life. Ted Kaczynski. It's a sad, sad story. First John chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. John wrote this, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it shall come, and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This whole mess about abortion is turning into almost a religious war in America. With the publication of that leaked document that I talked about yesterday on this program, copy of the Supreme Court's decision that strikes at the very heart of Roe v. Wade, which has become a religion. It's more than just a so-called right, which it isn't. It's become a religion. 
America has gone to war with itself in a way that we haven't seen since the war over whether one man can own another man. Slavery. This war is over whether a woman can legally kill her unwanted child. Abortion. The all-out war is being declared by the left after the Supreme Court's draft opinion on abortion was leaked, as we said yesterday, to the news organization Politico. Our 16th president, Lincoln, was on the right side of his civil war. Our current president is not. From court packing to outright violence, the radical left is exploring out loud in front of the world all of the options that they have at this point. They're advocating, quote, whatever it takes to preserve the right to kill the unwanted, unborn child. Yesterday, Politico said the Supreme Court has voted to strike down the landmark Roe v. Wade decision according to an initial draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito that circulated yesterday and continues to circulate this morning. The draft opinion, they say, is full-throated, unflinching. It's a repudiation of the 1973 decision, which even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, they're almost the saint, to the religionists of the left. She herself said it was bad legislation. Oh, she was pro-abortion, but she was honest honest enough to admit publicly, and she did several times, that Roe v. Wade was horrible legislation. It wasn't constitutional. That's why they were urging her to retire before Trump took office. But she said no, and she continued. And Trump was able to nominate someone to replace her on the Supreme Court. That is becoming an issue, I can tell you. And they're about to start trashing today. They're beginning to open the door to trashing Ruth Bader Ginsburg for not quitting sooner. Because had she done so, they are beginning to say today, we wouldn't have this mess with all these pro-life people out there trying to take away our rights. Justice Alito writes, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. He writes in the document labeled as the opinion of the court. It's time to heed the Constitution and return to the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. Nobody knows at this moment, unless they're finding out as we speak live on the radio this morning, Nobody knows for sure who this person was that leaked this, but it seems obvious that the leak was intended to incite fury with the potential to pressure the justices into changing their final votes. They can do that until it's published uh, publicly. It isn't law. It isn't done. The deal isn't done. President Joe Biden, he's trying to, hustle around and make something happen. He's having a hard time. I feel sorry for him. He, his mind is either behind his speech or ahead of it, but they're not in sync. But the justices and their families are now targets for threats, attempting to sway their decisions. This kind of rage we've seen on the streets of Portland and Seattle over the last couple of years on a variety of issues, Black Lives Matter, so on. Well, the women who started Black Lives Matter went off and bought properties and said, good luck, they're gone now. All of this 
is a spirit of rebellion. It is the spirit of Antichrist that is among us that John was talking about in the words that I just read. A person familiar with the court's deliberations said that four of the other Republican-appointed justices, Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, have voted with Alito in the conference held among the justices, which they do. They talk about it. They take a straw vote. I knew that. You probably did, too. The three Democrat-appointed justices, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan, well, somebody has said, they, we don't know who the somebody is, that they are working on these above-named people, Trump's nominee, so to speak, plus Alito, and trying to change their mind. The document labeled as a first draft of the majority opinion, it includes a notation that it was circulated among the justices on February 10. If you'll recall, there was a, uh, a oral hearing in December if a Lido draft is adopted, it would rule in favor of this Mississippi case, which is really at the heart of this, and it would ban it would it would ban abortions down to um, I think 15 weeks in pregnancy or six. One one case is one and one is the other, but that's the issue. Roberts confirmed the Chief Justice the authenticity of the draft opinion yesterday. He said it is real. I mean, it is what it is. <clears throat> he said, to the extent that this betrayal of confidence of the Supreme Court was intended to undermine the integrity of our operations, it will not succeed. The work of the court will not be affected in any way, according to Roberts. He pledged in a written statement, he said, this was a singular and egregious breach of that trust that is an affront to the court and the community of public servants who work here. Robert swears he will find out who leaked that document. He issued a rare official statement yesterday. In it, he condemned the leaking of the draft opinion, classified the behavior as a betrayal. He announced he has instructed the marshal of the court to launch an investigation into the leak. He said, quote, I have directed the marshal of the court to launch an investigation into the source of the leak. As I mentioned yesterday on this program, about 45 people have access to these documents. No draft decision in modern history of the court has been disclosed publicly while a case was still pending. This is a new kind of low for the activists. Who knows who it was? I don't know. If I did, I would tell you. But I don't know if anybody knows, but I did look into this marshal of the court. I mean, he's the guy that's in charge of the police and the protection, the security, and all that kind of thing. What kind of authority does he have? I, again, I'm not an expert. I haven't studied, you know, years on end, the marshal of the court's job. But what I could find when I looked into this a little bit, he didn't have much authority. I don't know if John, I don't know if the chief justice knows I mean I know he knows that but I I don't know if he kn knows that and he chose him to look into this because he knows it won't disrupt in fact probably nobody would be charged with anything because I couldn't find anywhere where the marshal of the court could file any kind of legal action against anyone they're to protect the justices and their staff so I don't know what he's thinking or what he's up to here. I don't, 
I don't have a lot of confidence in the chief justice. I'll just be honest with you because he he presented himself as a conservative when he was appointed by a Republican president, and he's not. I don't know if he was hiding or if he's had a metamorphosis, but either way, he's not what he presented himself to be when he was presented, his nomination was presented for the Supreme Court. That bothers me. I know people change over time, but when you feel that the highest court in the land and the chief justice of that court kind of presented himself as something very different than where he was coming from to the American people and probably to the American president at the time, it doesn't set well and it shouldn't set well. Anyway, about 45 people have access to these documents, so this marshal of the court is going to look into it. I don't think he'll take any action. I don't know if they'll even fire the person. I would think they would. I would think they would expose their name to the public. I think the public deserves that, but I'm not sure that will even happen. We'll see what happens. That, too, may be leaked, however, and everybody will know it. We'll see what happens. Jonathan Turley is a law professor at George Washington University. He's a criminal defense attorney. He's a legal analyst. He's not not a Republican. He's not really a conservative, I don't think, but because he's well-liked by a lot of the liberals, so, you know, you can fill in the blanks. But anyway, he's a smart guy. He said, uh, you've probably seen him on Fox. He's on there as an analyst once in a while. He said yesterday the alleged leak of the opinion in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, that's the case that's at the heart of all of this, he said is nothing short of breathtaking. He said it would constitute one of the greatest breaches of security in the history of the court. That's true. There's been a tremendous reaction. There were riots. Los Angeles last night had riots. They were vandalizing, smashing local business. We've heard this before, but here we go again. Smashing local business, the glasses out of the building fronts and putting graffiti on on public buildings and all of this. Yes, of course, Portland and Seattle had their peaceful demonstrations last night. I don't think they got out of hand from what I can read this morning, but uh, they had them. They will grow in intensity. Once this becomes official, this decision, we'll probably have another summer of riots like we had in the recent past. Black Lives Matter, abortion, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a spirit It's a spirit of Antichrist to kill and destroy and to seek and to steal and to rob. That's what it is. Those are not my words. Those are God's words in the Bible. But I would think that we will see an increased amount of violence in the cities, particularly here in the Northwest, but elsewhere, as this thing rolls forward. This is not going to go away soon. It simply isn't. The reaction of President Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Hollywood, the mainstream press, millions of minions for abortion, really identified themselves, defined themselves as people of lack or of no sense of sanctity for life. Justice Alito said, where the Constitution is silent, the American people govern themselves through their elections and elected leaders. What's wrong with that? Well, Joe Biden, President Biden, said yesterday, again, it was probably an unguarded moment. His handlers probably 
were 10, 15 feet away, and they couldn't really tell him what to say. And I, I don't mean this sarcastically. I mean, that's where we are, folks. But Biden said yesterday, President Biden, I'm not prepared. I'm quoting him. I'm not prepared to leave abortion to the whims of the public. <laughs> he said, there are so many fundamental rights that are affected by that. And I'm not allo, A-L-L-O. I, I don't know what that word means, but that's what he said. He said, I'm not allo, pause. I'm not prepared to leave that to the whims of the public at the moment. So Biden isn't prepared to leave it up to the people to decide what they want for their state and where they live. That's what he's saying. And it just comes out of the out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that's what these people believe. They are so elitist, progressives, they are so elitist, they see themselves so unattached to the people they quote-unquote serve that they do see that any decision by the people, unless it's a decision they want affirmed that they've already made, any decision that the people make is some kind of a whim. Oh, they got whipped up. Donald Trump whipped up the people, and they voted this way, but they didn't really mean that. They That is progressivism. That is cultural Marxism in its worst yet finest moment. That's what Karl Marx wanted to happen. He thought he could do it through the economic path. It did not work. It failed. But Marxism itself, when they transposed it over to cultural Marxism, it took root because all of the elites in the universities in Europe and then America begin to discuss these principles. Oh, yes, yes, that makes sense. Of course, it's not fair that Rockefeller or whomever has all this money and this person over here has to sleep in the park. It's not fair. We have to redistribute the wealth and on and on it goes. You know the story. Alito said the permissibility of abortion and the limitations upon it are to be resolved like most other important questions in our democracy by citizens trying to persuade one another, then voting. Alito said that's what the Constitution and the rule of law demand, but not the president. This is end of quote, but not the president. The president says, no, I'm not prepared to leave abortion to the whims of the public. They're little people. They don't know. They're not informed. They don't understand what we understand. We're above all of that. Boy, I'll tell you. He said the uh, the idea that we're going to make a judgment, that this is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort. These are his words. Let me start over and slow down. President Biden said, quote, the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make a judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think that goes way overboard. He said, what? Abort a child? Yeah, he spoke momentarily from his heart. That was a misspeak. We all know that's not a child in the womb of the mother. Classrooms across America have taught our children that's fetus. That's a fetal mass. But the president slipped. He knows it's a child. We all know it's a child. 
we all have a sense of familiarity with the creation of God. Romans chapter 1 speaks to that. In verse 18, Paul writes, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Verse 19 says, Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. We know the truth. There's something in us inherently that we know the truth. And people, human beings, know that that bump on a mommy's tummy is a baby. It's not a fetal mass. Nope, it's never been a fetal mass. From the beginning of time when God created male and female, that was a fetal mass. That was never a fetal mass. It was always a baby. Verse 20 in chapter 1 of Romans says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power of the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And in the moment, in the heat of the moment, President Biden trying to be his old self and, and get out there and be Joe Biden, he called that a child. I'm sure we'll hear more about that in the coming days. I picked up on it. I'm sure there's a lot of people smarter than me that picked up on it as well. Yeah. He said, the idea that we're going to make a judgment that's going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child (laughs) is based on a decision by the Supreme Court. I think that goes way overboard, he said. All of a sudden, he's attaching value to what they have devalued since 1973. That's why hypocrisy is the word for progressivism. It's all built on smoke and mirrors. Hypocrisy, lies, relativism. It is a religion. It's not just a philosophy. During his remarks, President Biden falsely claimed that all mainstream religions believe the beginning of human life is open to interpretation. No, they don't. And I'm not the only one that noticed that. He said, look, think what Roe says. This is our president. Roe says that all basic mainstream religions have historically concluded that the right, that the existence of a human life and is being it, and, and being is a question Is it at the moment of conception? Is it six months? Is it six weeks? Nobody knows. False. Everybody knows. God has put in us, as Paul so eloquently outlined in Romans chapter 1, God has put in all of us this sense, this understanding. As we look at nature, as we look at the mountains and the the oceans and the sky and how everything works and the universe... We're told a big bang just exploded and all this happened. Yeah, of course. And as we look at a mother carrying a child, we say, no, 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 that's not a baby. That's not a human being. That's a a fetal mass. Or it's a, a bump. No, it isn't. It's a child that was formed in the womb whom God already knows. And when we rip that child out of the mother's womb and kill it because it's unwanted at the time, inconvenient, that is sinning against Almighty God. Will he forgive that sin if a woman has had an abortion? Of course he will. 
God loves you. He cares for you. But I want to tell you, these people, including our president, is trying to bring this nation to its knees. We, he, they are inviting the wrath of God upon a, a nation that was founded on the principles of Almighty God himself and his word. That's why this is so important. President Biden, I don't know if he knew that he was lying, but he was. They've called, There are press stories this morning that are calling him out on it. But he failed to mention that his own Catholic Church, that he often and always mentions, if he thinks it's convenient, to be a devout member of the Catholic Church. Some of the Catholic leaders are saying, no, he isn't. <laughs> he doesn't even believe what our church believes. Well, he doesn't. The Catholic Church's official position is that life begins at the moment of conception. And he's a devout Catholic, and so is Nancy Pelosi, they say. But they're not. There is this spirit in the world today. We must not be deceived by it. He said if this decision holds, it's really quite a radical decision, the president. It basically says all the decisions related to your private life, who you marry, whether or not you decide to conceive a child or not, a what? A child. Why is it a child if he's trying to attach importance to this, and it's not a child when you're trying to pass legislation to kill it? That's relativism. That's progressivism. That's who you elect every time. And to you religious left people, I love you, and God loves you, but I want to tell you something. When you read your Bible and you, you sincerely, perhaps, serve the Lord, and yet you buy into the religious left, the whole nine yards, you are not pleasing God. Because God does not want that to happen. Thou shalt not murder. Those are God's thoughts, not mine. But I certainly agree, and so should you. If you're kind of think, well, a woman has a right. No, they don't. No one has a right to kill an unwanted person, including their baby. It doesn't matter who made them. God created them and knew them when they were conceived in the womb of the mother. I found it interesting, a thought that I had had yesterday as I saw this unfolding. President Biden warned very sternly with a finger pointed in the air, that if this goes through as it looks like it will, and Roe v. Wade is overturned, he said that will also endanger same-sex marriage. I pray he's right on that. That isn't God's will either. God didn't create two men to get married, quote-unquote, or women. Romans chapter 1, I didn't go into that today, but if you keep reading, it's very clear what God wants, and that isn't it. Pelosi, Schumer, they call this discovery, this whole ruling that's coming out, they called it an abomination. Those are their words in legal, in a press release, public press release. They said it's an abomination. They said the party of Lincoln and Eisenhower is now completely devolved into the party of Trump. I have a lot more to say. We'll continue this conversation right here tomorrow. But I want to take just a couple of seconds and tell you that we are completely funded and supported 
by our listeners. Thank you for standing with me. I need you to help us. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. I'll see you right here tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.